0: Money savvy. 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 This is the Money Savvy Podcast from MoneyWeb, where we tackle personal finance matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Butimelo and Nsoko. Welcome to the Money Savvy Podcast. I'm Nzoko. With interest rates rising, many people are wondering whether to put all their extra funds into their bond or to invest it. Joining us on this episode to share her thoughts on the topic is Alka Brink, who is a wealth advisor at PSG Wealth. Welcome, Alka. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, what should you consider before looking at putting extra funds into your bond?
1: I think this is such a relevant topic and I think so many, um, especially younger people, but I think investors in principle always have the mindset that they want to prioritize paying off debt or paying off a bond and first handle this sector of their life, if I can call it that, and then only start saving or investing. And I think that's a very important mind shift that needs to be made. The ideal is eventually that you prioritize both. Um, eventually when you get to retirement or late in your life, you still need a fundamental portfolio that you can live off. So you need to be able to build up a a portfolio that's going to be able to replace your income one day. Um, so if you prioritize too many years in your life paying off a bond and you're not starting to invest and save, you're just missing so much time to build up a portfolio that you'll also need one day when you retire. So I would say it's important from, from day one to to prioritize both. So yes, you do need to pay off your bond. But to me, the the priority is almost rather prioritizing Prioritizing an investment portfolio because the value of time and compound interest is so much more valuable than losing maybe ten or twenty years or even more by focusing on one thing.
0: And if you do decide to maybe focus on both, what would be the percentage split that you would advise?
1: I think there's a few considerations that need to be taken into account, and the answer will differ in different phases in the market. is It's important to see firstly what interest rate you are paying um, on your bond and this will be different maybe for different people and different phases of when you took out the loan or when you took out the bond. And together with that, what cycle are we in in the market? Are you earning high returns in the market or are we in a lower return environment? And then we can change our priorities as cycles change. I think if we're in a low interest rate environment and you're earning um, significant returns on an investment portfolio, um, you definitely prioritize the investment portfolio rather where if we're maybe in a, in a higher interest rate environment and a lower market return space, that can be changed around. So I would definitely um, not see this as a stagnant type of decision. It will change um, according to market cycles. But I think it's important to, to um, find a good balance between ensuring you are saving sufficiently for retirement and ensuring you have an emergency fund in place. You don't want to increase your, your levels of debt um, should there be an emergency, and rather have have short term cash available, should you need something, and then together with that you can you can pay off the bond. So I think it's it's always good to go sit and do an analysis either yourself or, of course, it's always recommended to sit with a professional advisor that can really make appropriate recommendations on how to split it and how it will work in your portfolio. Now, if you
0: have a excess bond, how does
1: this scenario change? Access bond has a lot of benefits. Um, So there are benefits that you have accessible funds. So basically, it would be a type of bond you, for example, take out on a home loan. And you, as you put more funds into this type of investment, you, or this type of bond, you are essentially paying off the home, for example. But the funds are accessible. So you can, if you have a short term requirement for cash, you can take funds out of this access bond again. So it can be seen as a benefit for what I just mentioned, having short-term cash available, should there be an emergency or should there be a requirement? I think it's just important to keep the bigger picture in mind that you're still one day going to be having to build up a portfolio that you're going to live off one day. It's not recommended to live off an access bond. You're going to need the diversification of different asset classes in your portfolio as well. And I think it's also important to just ensure what rates you're paying. So, also taking in account that whatever type of bond you have in place, you are paying for it essentially. So ensuring you know exactly what type of bond and what type of rates you have in place and just keeping that in mind when you are also um, building up your portfolio for yourself where you are um, saving and investing on a monthly basis.
0: If you have a rental property, would it be better to direct these funds to paying off the bond on it?
1: Essentially, the ideal place you want to get at one day, and if we if we look at the where we want to be um, when we get to a retirement at least, is you do want to be in a space where you don't have um, any debt or you don't have anything that still needs to be paid off. I think it can become a quite um, comprehensive topic if we look at property and talk about property and what role it plays in your portfolio. But I think if you have an additional property that you're renting out, in many cases, it only really becomes profitable once your bond is paid off. Um, I think in most cases, normally the rental income is only supplementing some of the bond payoff you, you have or not even replacing it in full. So I think you normally only really start making a profit um, once the bond is paid off. So there are scenarios where you would want to prioritize it. But, but once again, I would be careful to just prioritize this and maybe lose 20 years of building up a portfolio where you could have built up a significant investment portfolio that can assist you f- further in your life. So the the general rule of thumb when it comes to planning for retirement and building up a, a sufficient portfolio is that you need to save between 15 and 20% of your income for an, for your working lifetime, which is normally around 40 years and um, taking into account inflation and taking into account an average return of around 10%. So there is a lot of commitment that is needed to build up a portfolio that will be that you will be able to replace your income at retirement. And I think unfortunately and especially in South Africa too many investors wait too long and save too little. So there's a reason why only around 6% of people can retire is that I think we just wait too long. We we start only saving in our 40s or even 50s. And and I think there are two mistakes. I think we lose a lot of time. And I think a lot of investors are saving too little. So even if you're earning a proper return on your portfolio, you're not saving percentage-wise enough compared to what you are earning to be really able to replace, um, to have the correct replacement ratio in place that you can, one day replace the income that you were earning before you retired. Just staying
0: on the rental property tip, if I'm a pensioner and I've got a rental property and it's paid off, would it be a good way to generate an income to to supplement my living costs?
1: I think an additional income is always beneficial. I think it would depend what your portfolio looks like. Do you only have the rental income that's coming in or do you also have an investment that you are living off of? I think the ideal resilient investment portfolio would always consist out of different asset classes. And by that I mean equity exposure and cash exposure and bond exposure, local and offshore exposure and property also fits in as an asset class of its own. I think earning a rental income from a property carries its own risk. I think there are a lot of maintenance costs and um, things like levies and taxes that also need to be paid on a property and I think the income you earn is sometimes a little bit limited in terms of it's not as if you can increase your um rent rental income that you're asking with by ten or twelve percent every year. You can maybe increase with inflation if if even as much, but where the average return over the longer term on an equity portfolio for example can be ten percent plus so if you have a well diversified portfolio, the chances that you the the Percentage earning that you can potentially earn can be much higher in a more diversified portfolio, including equity exposure, compared to just having rental income that's maybe not even guaranteed. Maybe there's a few months that you don't have someone renting or whatever may take place in terms of that. I think it's just not 100% guaranteed um, income. So I would recommend to diversify not just having the rental income, but having other asset classes in your portfolio as well. Now,
0: going back to the paying off your bond versus investing, if I choose to go the investing route, what's the ideal financial position I should be in before doing so?
1: I don't think there's ever an ideal financial position to be in. I think that's the one important thing with investing. I think it's better to just start somewhere than to to wait for a, a moment. I think so many, and especially younger people, sometimes feel they don't have so much to invest, so now they're just not doing anything at all. And Having the value of time and the value of, of compound interest, even just investing 100 rands will make a major difference over a 20 or 30-year term. So my recommendation with investing would always be to to start as early as you can, even if it's really little, and don't try to time the market. I think, especially in the space where we're in now, again, for example, where there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, both not just in South Africa, but globally, and A lot of people hold back then on investing and waiting for a better time or waiting for things to turn around. And before you see it, another three years have passed and you missed a few good days in the market, Um, days that no one can predict. We never know when the, the positive days exactly will be. And we also don't know when the negative days will be. So it's essentially impossible to try to time the market. So it's just about having time in the market, as they say. So um, I would just say start whenever you can with what you can and and have the benefit of time.
0: And which investments should you consider if you have, let's say, adequate retirement funding and cover for life's unexpected events?
1: I think if you're already um, covered in that area, so you have all the appropriate risk cover in place and you already um, ensured that you are fine for retirement, there I would supplement that. I would firstly be sure that I'm definitely... 100% comfortable for retirement. I think certain retirement type of products have have certain tax benefits tied to them, um, which would be why a lot of people prioritize those products first. But together with that, I think you can start building up a portfolio that's maybe more accessible, that can also be enjoyed at retirement for um, holidays and traveling and maybe also be seen as an emergency fund. I think um, no one has ever complained of having too, too much funds <laughs> at retirement, so I would definitely recommend just just building on that. I think at the moment, um, we can see the power of inflation again, and I think as life becomes more expensive, I would rather plan more conservatively and make provision for for a life that becomes more expensive to to sustain the same standard of living, so rather saving conservatively and investing more than perhaps you thought you would have needed and ensuring that you can um, sustain the lifestyle that you would like to one day.
0: Thank you so much, Alka. That was Alka Brink, who is a wealth advisor at PSG Wealth. Thanks for listening to the Money Savvy Podcast hosted by Buita Mello and Sorko. To listen to more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.